Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and I'm so thankful once again for the opportunity to speak to you today. If you're listening right now, let me say a resounding thank you. As I've made mention of before, if I was sitting here at my desk talking to this microphone and there was no one on the other end of the line, if there was no one sitting out there in radio or podcast land, even the video version, YouTube and Facebook, if there was nobody that listened to this broadcast, it would feel a little bit uh, echoey. It would feel a little bit um, empty, like there's no purpose for continuing on. But I get to hear from folks just like you almost daily, and you tell me what an encouragement this broadcast is to you. Or I go to churches nationwide and sometimes even internationally, and people tell me, you know what, I enjoyed your broadcast the other day. That means much to me, not because I need my ego stoked, but because the legacy that I get to carry on. Dr. Paul Levine, the founder of not only the Ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated, but also the very first host of this particular radio broadcast back in the 1950s. He started this program to be able to stand in those very large shoes and carry it on for another generation means so much to me. Now, speaking of traveling, I have been and will be doing some international traveling in the near future. And so I would love it if you'd like to keep updated on my travels. I won't bombard you, but maybe I'll send you a recap video or something like that of what happened during my travels. You can text me, text the word travel, T-R-A-V-E-L. Text just the word travel to this phone number. You ready? Three. Zero nine three one six seven two four zero. Again, text the word travel to three zero nine three one six seven two four zero. Now, today we're going to talk about some gospel tracks. Lord willing, and the church don't rise, we may even talk about two gospel tracks, the first of which is called. Seven Questions. It's normally called Seven Questions. The longer name is Seven Questions Boys and Girls Ask. This gospel tract is a phenomenal tool for young people to give to other young people. For maybe you to include, if you're doing some a special outreach that involves children, maybe, maybe vacation Bible school coming up in this summer. Maybe you have a school event, a spring break outreach thing. If it involves children, this would be a phenomenal gospel tract to use. Seven questions boys and girls ask. What are some of those questions? Well, number one, who is God. Well, God lives in heaven. He made the earth, the stars, the animals, and people. He made everything and knows everything. God is good. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Where did we come from? Where did we come from? That's a great question. That's number four. That's the fourth question. God made all people. The first man and woman he made were named Adam and Eve. God was their friend and he gave them a beautiful garden called Eden to live in. God made everything and everyone in the whole world and he made you. Genesis 1.1 In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. 
the second question, I'm going a little out of order, just kind of bouncing around here, but number two is, who is Jesus? Number one was, who is God? Number two is, who is Jesus? Jesus is God's son, who has never sinned. Jesus, who lived in heaven, came to live on earth. He loves you and wants you to go to heaven. He does not want you to go to hell. So he died on a cross to take away your sins. He was buried. Then after three days, he came out of the grave and went back to heaven, where he lives now. Number one, who is God? Number two, who is Jesus? Number three, who is the devil? These may be some questions that young people may ask. The devil was a bad angel. He hated God and wanted his power. That was sin. God told the devil he could no longer be one of God's angels, so he is now God's enemy. We've already answered number four, where did we come from? Number five is, what is sin? We just reference sin with this talk of the devil. Well, what is sin actually? Sin means to do wrong. The devil tries to make us do wrong. His desire is for us to do wrong. One day, the devil came to Eve in the garden and told her to eat some fruit from a certain tree, which God had told her not to do. The devil lied. He said, you won't die if you eat the fruit. So Eve ate the fruit and gave some to Adam. Everyone has sinned. You have sinned. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned. Now here's a pressing question. That no matter how young children are, it's amazing how smart they are. It's amazing the questions they'll ask. Like number six, what happens when people die? Well, God must punish sin. So he tells us in his book, the Bible, what that punishment will be. He says the wages of sin is death in Romans 6.23. All who have sinned will go to a place called hell when they die. There is much sorrow and pain there. But if you ask Jesus to forgive your sins, he will take you to heaven. Heaven is a wonderful place where there is no pain or sorrow or death. It's full of happiness. Romans 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And number seven how can you go to heaven? Jesus said you must believe that he died and rose again to take away your sins. Receive him now as your Savior. When you do, he will forgive you and cleanse you from sin and take you to heaven when you die. John 1.12 As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Here's an example. You don't have to use these exact words, but here's an example of how to pray to Jesus. Dear Jesus, I love you. I thank you for dying for me on the cross. I know you are alive in heaven. I receive you now as my Savior. Thank you for taking away my sins. If you'd like to get some of that gospel tract, or maybe you're a child and you're listening right now and you have questions, we would love it if you'd contact us. At the end of the program, our announcer is going to come on and tell you all the different ways you can contact us. If you're a young person, talk to your parents and have them contact us. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, very quickly, I told you we're going to try to get through two gospel tracks today. The next one I hold in my hand was written by a friend of mine. It's called, I'm Not Afraid to Die. We go from one end of the spectrum with young people to the other end today. Here's what my friend said. Recently, I preached the funeral for a dear Christian lady. She lived a full life of 91 years. When she was 84, she asked me if I would preach at her funeral. That day, she told me the Bible passages she wanted me to use and songs she wanted to be sung in her funeral service. She also told me that day, I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to die. The Christian does not need to fear death. 
Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also in John chapter 14. The apostle Paul said, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Philippians 1.23. Death for the Christian is to go home. The moment Christians die, they go immediately to heaven, into the presence of Christ. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that, whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. In Second Corinthians chapter 5, the Bible says that Abraham looked for a city which hath the foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Paul said, so shall we ever be with the Lord. There's an old gospel song that sums it up well for the Christian. Heaven's my home, and I'm going there. To lay down these burdens that I've had to bear, I'm going higher his glory to share, for heaven's my home, and I'm going there. Heaven is joyful. Christ is there. No one who goes to heaven will feel lonely or afraid. There is no sin or temptation in heaven. Glory to God. Heaven is beautiful. The scriptures tell us about the gates of pearl, a street of gold, and the river of life. It is a place so beautiful that when the apostle John caught a glimpse of it, he said that the holy city was like a bride adorned for her husband. If you are a Christian, when you die, you will get to meet everyone who received Christ as Savior. Christian families and friends will be reunited in heaven. Death, though, for the unbeliever is tragic. Those who die in their sins, unconverted, will go to hell for eternity. No one in their right mind would ever want to go to hell. There is eternal torment and everlasting agony in hell. The Bible says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. If you are not a Christian, if you have never accepted Christ as your Savior, Please turn to Jesus right now. You should repent of your sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. God can save you. There is no sin the Lord cannot forgive and there is no soul he cannot save. John three sixteen. You know the verse most likely. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So what is the Bible way to heaven? The Bible says that everyone has a great problem. The problem is sin. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says there is a penalty for that sin. That penalty is death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And this pivots us into the good news. The Bible says that the penalty has been paid by Jesus But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible says that a person must turn to the Savior. We must repent. Romans 10.9 That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I'm so thankful for my friend Brother Fox for writing that gospel tract. I'm thankful for each and every one of you that uses that gospel tract. I'm not afraid to die 
Maybe you'd like to go to BibleTracksInc.org today, BibleTracksInc.org, and order a copy of I'm Not Afraid to Die, the words of an 84-year-old woman. She passed away when she was 91, saying, I'm not afraid to die. Can you say that today? Or is there any fear, trepidation, a little bit of worry about passing over into eternity? If that's you, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to help you. You can text me today at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. My prayer today, as always, is that you have a great day for His glory. But I'd also request, I'd also ask of you to join us tomorrow right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. And maybe, just maybe, you should go to BibleTracksInc.org and order some of our free gospel tracts today. Look forward to talking to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.